1: How are you now broadcasting from the studios of Milsons Point uh, in where are we Caramarango country it's the theory of thing investment podcast season 8 episode 6 remember if it's talked enough about if it's talked enough if it's talked enough if it's talked about enough it's a thing three three stats in that one This show is brought to you by Australian Mutual Funds Exchange if you need a access to any mutual fund in the world go to amfex.com amfex.com Reminder: all the advice contained in this show and all shows is general in nature Please speak to an advisor about your needs. I am James Whelan. I'm an advisor at VFS Group. Uh, I am a white male, age 42. Hey, birthday time. Uh, I'm wearing a blue polo and uh, and white slacks, I suppose. What do you call these? Khakis. Um, I'm joined by Heath Moss of HLM Investments. Uh, Heath, how are you now?
2: Uh, Very well. A little, a little bit dusty, got a sore throat, but uh, other than that, pretty pretty good, and I hope you had a great birthday last weekend.
1: I did actually. It's it's and it was actually fairly tame. Wasn't amazing, but uh, I'll tell you what wasn't tame last night. Um, this hangover proudly brought to you by Global X, <laughs> it's the twentieth anniversary of their uh, their gold ETF, G O L D. Um, we'll talk about gold in just a moment, but yeah, they put on a put on a bender last night, and it was an absolute barn burner of a shindig, old school um, at the Mint over at Sydney, and and it was good. Lots of advisors and. People who have supported the product and supported GlobalX for so long, well done to Natalie on a, an amazingly organised event, um, and the the people that did it over there and they were good. They had uh, they had uh, models in gold paint as okay. statues, you know, human statues. Yep, yep. Yeah, like yep. not naked, like they were dressed. Yeah, yep. <laughs> oh, other guys you like see the class just here, just right? Yeah,
2: performing in the malls
1: and stuff like that. That
2: you know, Covering gold st- paint. Yeah, yeah temperature temperature it was about
1: still. Yeah. It was eleven degrees last night. Um, I did speak to them as I was as I was leaving. They were taking a break in the in the break room. I said, How are you going? And and they said, Yeah, it's not too bad. I said, Come on, be honest. And it's like it's a bit bit chilly out there, James. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> I know what? um yeah. yeah. And I said, it's paid, here they're here and like, Yeah,
2: we can pay. Yeah, Arctic here in Adelaide at the moment
1: too. Yeah, sensational work. Um Anyway, no, it's actually a really, really nice day here in Sydney. And I'm going to get this done because I reckon I'm probably going to get to lunch fairly quickly. I've got a couple of a couple of clients who just want to have a get together. And there's not a lot to do. I think that we are we're going to be exiting a few things tonight. Don't want to say what they are. Um, we're actually doing a little bit of a portfolio rejig. Um, something that's just not working. And if, if it's not working, if the what is it, the narrative has changed, there's no reason to hold this thing anymore. It's exactly. got go. It's gotta go. Yeah. Um yep. but, as opposed to the other rule, which is that if nothing has changed and it's gone lower, stay the course it's just it's the the only difference is the price um or or you just don't know what's going on, which is more often the case yeah. <laughs> it's normally the latter <laughs> um yeah so so i am i am i'm just super 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 fuzzy tonight today uh, as you can see because i don't even know what time of day it is but uh so that's how that's going now uh coming up today, oh what is it it's ten past ten. On the 19th of May, 2023, um, yeah, we got debt ceilings, US earnings, general market indecisiveness, and I need to come up with a dodgy footy tip really quickly. So, look, Heath, I'm going to throw to you. You yep. talk for a short amount of time about debt ceilings. I'll pretend to listen while I'm looking at footy <laughs> tips, okay? Are you good with that? Yeah, no Three, worries. Two,
2: one. Look, I think that the markets are are becoming a little bit excited and prematurely excited about these debt ceiling um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, agreements that they think are going to happen maybe as early as next week. I don't think I've ever seen the first vote ever go through um, straight away. uh, We have no doubt that there will be an agreement, most likely in the 11th hour, the US will not default, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But the markets, you know, if we were speaking a couple of days ago, then, you know, we'd be probably talking more about uh, indecisiveness indecisiveness of markets and it's just like muddling through. Last two nights I've seen seen the the S&P 500. It looks technically, it looks really, really bullish. Um, But to me, uh, the rally um, is all uh, predicated on you know top six stocks, you look at Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon, etc. Their charts are you know all all you know rocket emojis all over the place, um, and that's what's really holding the index up. If you look anything below it, like Walmart brought their earnings out the other night, uh, was it last night? Sorry, and they were really really strong earnings. Um, some great commentary. Actually upgraded their full year uh, outlook. And uh, the stock bounced, and then uh, gave it all, gave it all back. So, um, unless you're in tech with some AI narrative behind you, it's really, really not much is happening. And this debt ceiling, I think, has got everyone a little bit excited that you know we're going to get past this reasonably quickly. I think there's going to be some to and fro for the next couple of weeks before anything gets done, and that could see some volatility head back into the markets. Um, especially, you know, US dollars started to rally again, and, and by my terms, it's breaking out, which is obviously negative for uh, 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 commodities. Gold. So, yep, yeah, gold. I am listening. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm good. At least just, I'm Just, just barely. <laughs> <laughs> going on. Hang on. Um, so, Hang on. I mean, yeah. I, I'm of the opinion that we, because. We, like I said, the technically the S and P five hundred looks like it's going to break out. I think it's going to be a failed breakout if it does, and we're going to come back and see maybe that thirty nine hundred uh, level on the S and P five hundred over the next few weeks or month um, as as things play out.
1: Okay, okay. I, 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 in in my case, I think that the the market has already seen through it. And the market will continue to see through it. Okay. Um, that they it's it's done. I actually I I wasn't rude to. Andrew uh, from Ausbiz on Ausbiz when I did Ausbiz on Wednesday afternoon, and he, he engaged me with it, which I'm assuming that every single person who comes onto Ausbiz has been asked for it. Off, like Dead ceiling, what do you think? I was just like 93 times in a row it's been raised. Yeah, when's it? It's a thing. This is the the the, the name of the podcast. Okay, it it's it's it it has been done. It will be done. It, and if it doesn't get done, it just gets done the next day or the next day.
2: Yeah, right. And we saw with Trump. With the Trump administration. Last time it went past the due date, they shut down social services, ran at skeleton staff, stopped paying certain social security <laughs> checks, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, until it was yeah. done. Which was, I think, yeah. it was four or five weeks later. Um, so it would be the same playbook. Um, they will not default on their debt. There is, yeah. I mean, I was listening to Westy in a Twitter Spaces the other day. He was putting that at three to four percent chance of a. A default. I don't even think it's that high. I'd say it'd be sub one
1: percent sub one percent. Okay. Yeah. I uh, it's and I mean, the Morgan Stanley podcast this morning, which I was listening to on my run. I can't believe I still managed to make the run um, with minimal sleep that I had. Uh they were talking about that it's difficult to value a binary event like this. Um where you know it happens or it doesn't happen. How do you actually price that? And this is this is, you know, chief he had a strategy or something at Morgan Stanley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm um, just talking about that. I was just like, yeah, it's it's true. It is difficult to price a binary event. It happens or it doesn't. And but I think that you can just go. You know what? If it doesn't happen, the market will probably just see through it anyway. Uh, but I know that someone's going to say, oh, but the default, and oh, this in the US dollar, and uh, so, yeah, you know,
2: yeah. You always have those uh, skies falling people that. Uh, you know, the uh, U.S. is running at 150% GDP, GDP, et cetera. The system is broken. All right. Everything is broken. All and, right. Uh, yeah.
1: Question, 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 question. Should they mint the coin? I love the idea of minting the coin. Just just for bleeps and giggles, man. Oh, uh, Why not? <laughs> A trillion dollar, trillion dollar platinum coin, <laughs> book it. Just do yeah, it, man. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know. And then find out what happens after that.
2: It reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you remember, a Simpsons episode where they actually minted a the, trillion dollar the, the note. trillion dollar note. Yes, yes. And and Homer was uh, running around in Miss Burns' mansion <laughs> looking for it. You know, you're yeah, here, chilly, trilly, trilly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that a little bit. And, hey, if it that happens, that's another thing the Simpsons It's another Simpsons thing. That's right. Yeah. That, is,
1: that is spot on. That is spot on. And, and, okay, so... And the main question is we don't they don't know if it would cause inflation or not if they if they for anyone who's not up to speed with it that the executive or the, the Treasury has written into the it's written into the constitution constitution, some part of anyway, yeah that they're actually legislated that they can print money, obviously, and they can at their discretion make coins which they would use, but also this coin that they wouldn't use, they would print one coin, value it at a trillion dollars, keep it in a safe, I'd hope, or Mr Burns' house. And mm-hmm. that would be done. Yep. And then you would be able to – that that would then back the balance sheet or whatever, you know, you, you, okay, the bond guys can tell me exactly how it would work after that, but it would then mean that they, that they can continue to to do what they do. Uh,
2: it, it, what it is, it is, it is QT, is quantitative tightening, because they will be, regardless if they mint a coin or not, they will be issuing close to $1 trillion worth of uh, bonds come later this year once this is all – and done
1: yeah
2: Um. And which drags uh, you know it, it forces these uh, primary dealers to go in and buy these bonds which takes out you know possible credit it could be issuing into the market otherwise um, and so it, it's drawing you know credit out of the market uh, or possible credit out of the market
1: yeah okay that's hmm. uh, that's good enough right what's next I haven't read your note yet I'm busy. <laughs> I've, been, I've been busy i've been working i'm still I'm still I've got a a client that is it's a, complex, it's a complex client and we need to do our jobs and we need to do our jobs really well. This is a particularly complex client um, with a presentation of Portfolio Switch. That has taken up a big portion of my time. Anyone who thinks that this job of retail advice is easy, Come and do it. It's not um, okay. so. This is just that's taken up a lot of my time. So I'm sorry I haven't read your note, Heath.
2: That's that's okay. I mean, I don't think rolling in at three am from
1: a uh, global X event is really, <coughs> <Shut up. laughs> <it's> really bad. <dang laughs> right. But I was done. Um, I, I, I done. For for the, for the record, I actually went back to the office and worked until about eleven o'clock, and then caught up with the global X guys. The next part of the event, beautiful. so I was at the event, went to the office like a, like I worked for Merrill Lynch or some stupid thing like an American bank, mm. um, and then I went back out again. Why? Because I am an idiot.
2: <laughs> it's not, not, not something I can do with three very young children at home. So,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. you. Got to teach you. Got to teach these kids how it works. Sometimes, mate. You know, out with the what is it? Um, and one of the guys yeah, out with the uh, out with the boys, in with the men. That's a bit sexist, yeah. now I suppose. Yeah. But actually, it's uh, you know, come in, book it, still get it done the next morning. Still got the jobs to do. It's all okay. Lunchtime, different story, though. Uh, Mate, yeah,
2: okay, what's next? What's the note? So I covered a bit of debt ceiling. Mm. I went into a small part because, I mean, generally uh, most of the US earnings is over. We did have uh, Home Depot come out uh, this week, which is interesting interesting because I'm following the construction sector over there closely because generally when recession starts, the jobs, uh, they lead it with in terms of jobs losses. Yeah. Um, So we saw Home Depot come out with uh, – their earnings, I think they beat on the, the actual earnings but missed on revenue. Their, uh, um, what do you call it, their outlook was fairly dour and negative. Um, they expect uh, earnings to fall between 7 and 13%. A um, lot of deflation around the place, especially in lumber. Um, and then we also had uh, James James Hardy here locally on the ASX come out and talk about the US construction industry. And they're saying they expect the construction, uh, their addressable construction market, to fall between 14 and 19% this year. So that is substantial. And given that the construction industry has been on fire for the better part of two years and probably overhired, we're going to see, I think, substantial losses there in the next few months, and that's going to lead to a weaker jobs report, and this is where, you know, it all starts unravelling and, you know, the recession starts, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Uh, Yeah, and I'm trying to find what her name is, but it's Claire Connolly on Twitter, Mm-hmm. It, she didn't create it, but she reposted something off TikTok. She is a genius, the, 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 the lady that she reposted, talking yep. about the, the conversation where we need, we, need, we, need, we need more people unemployed. What? That's bad for the economy. No, it's what we want, but that's bad for the economy. And, and it's this amazing, amazing thing just sort of going around in circles, just, to, just describing exactly, okay, so we want more people unemployed. Right. Uh, why? Uh, otherwise, I'll earn more. But earning more is great. But spending more. But spending more is great. It's great for the economy. No, we don't want that. So we want more people unemployed. Why are we doing this? Just to, why? Why are we doing this, Heath?
2: We need we need those pigs and troughs. You can't you can't have everyone earning, uh, uh, earning. You know, earnings going up continuously because they'll keep on increasing their spending continuously, which leads to inflation and higher rates, yeah. and eventually something a lot worse will come along, a lot worse yeah. than a GFC. You know, because uh, you know people's earnings and company profits and that are not are not infinite. Um, there has to be these peaks and troughs, which we really haven't had in the last ten years, decade as You know, if you exclude COVID, because I think yeah, we have been funding really stupidity. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's 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 funding um, stupidity. And I, I don't forget. And everyone should write this, laminate it, put it on the wall, and just and it's it's been the thing that I've been repeating for the last couple of months that that that, that Jay Powell towards the end of last year is what he said. It's easier for me to fix something that we break doing this. Than it is for us to continue to perpetuate this cycle of low interest rate stupidity. And it's like, okay, at least you know where they go. They will fix it. It will be. It will be fine. I just hate the idea of just like we need more people to be unemployed. Yeah, let's talk about this. We need more people to be unemployed mm. so that we can keep inflation down, so that people can buy food affordably. Mm-hmm. No, it no it's, not even food and, it's not even food and fuel. Because remember, and then in, in the video, it cut to Elizabeth Warren, God bless her socks, uh, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren asking Powell at a Senate hearing, will your rate hikes lower the, lower the price of food? J-Powell, no. Will your rate hikes lower the price of fuel? Probably not. What are we doing there? Anyway, maybe just another coffee. It, it, I mean,
2: it, it will and it, and, it, and it won't. I mean, indirectly, it will because it, it will soften demand and that means less people, people are travelling, less people are demanding goods. Hmm. And we've already seen it with the, the, the logistics companies over in the US and reporting much lower volumes. Hmm. Um, that means they need less fuel, uh, which puts down pressure on um, energy eventually. But it just
1: it takes and then time what think, to work I through think- the system. And then OPEC decides to cut by a, a million barrels a day mm. and negates the entire thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, anyway, yeah, look. Yeah.
2: But where is where is oil now? They announced their 2 million cut a couple of months ago yeah. or a month ago and it's back where it started um, cool. because the demand isn't there. That's why they cut. It is so soft.
1: The demand isn't there. Yeah, that's very the reason they cut. I, yeah, what's happened? I mean. Okay, on on this subject, yeah, I think that we've had the best that we could possibly have out of China until the next stage. We're we're now heading into the next stage for China as being the global growth engine of the world, Um, although I'm backing India as being the new thing, but we're now at the next stage where people have sort of lost the faith. Yeah, for China. Um, they do yeah, this forced, yeah, they just jack, they, they ramp everything so hard and that's going to be the next thing that happens with China. Just watch. I
2: also think people expect it to be linear and a straight line up in terms of what happens over there and it won't. It'll be mm. lumpy um, like we saw. Although we got China data at the start of the week and, you know, it missed expectations on most of it. But, you know, you're talking, you know, retail sales was still up 18%. Mm. Uh, versus the twenty-one or twenty-two percent they they're expecting, and get, you know it's it's not like it's, it's bad data. They are recovering, progress. recovering well. Yeah. It's just they 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 missed it. And I think the second half of the year for China will be where it's about where more of their credit growth, their M two money supply spills out through into the economy, construction projects start up again, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Do they they didn't cut interest rates?
2: No, I think it was left at two points. They 7, left it 5.
1: Yeah, but they. I think it was speculated at the beginning of the week that they were thinking that that it was a potential. And I think yep. it's still it's still on the table. It's so funny that they're, that they're at that part of the cycle and we're still debating if we're going to go another another one or two. Well, are they are they simply
2: leading us? I mean, they were raising rates, you know, in, in COVID when we were cutting cutting, hmm. and and now they're cutting and we're, you know, still tightening somewhat. Isn't you know, it- are we going to be start, start cutting towards the end of the year and start of next year?
1: Yeah. Isn't it great to have wiggle room? When you get rates to a level of normality, mm. um, you can actually move somewhere, which is fantastic when something yep. happens and trying to actually stimulate growth. I saw a headline, and this goes against it. So uh, in private conversations with Gareth Aird, um, CBA senior economist and absolute genius. Um, I, I mentioned it's just like I sometimes I say things that are a little bit inflammatory on the, on the chat and... People know that about me. Um, it's just like, in my view, in my view, people, the interest rate hikes are not fair. Not fair. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find a way to say it. The interest rate hikes don't hit the people that they need to hit. It doesn't hit everyone. So, in that anyone who's over 65 has already paid off their home or doesn't have that much debt is loving it.
2: Yeah, but those people, retirees, are uh, net savers. They're net savers, right? They're fantastic. Yes. Great. So it's they're not really they're not really contributing to the inflation
1: problem anyway. Ah, that's a very good point. They are taking up all the foot. No, what are you talking about? They're, they're travel, they're, dining. Yeah, yeah but the overall,
2: their spending is – they're net savers. They're not they're not spenders. They're not going out to, into credit markets. And are you billing. have you met
1: anyone over the age of sixty five, Heath? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: I, I, I know what you're saying, but overall, if you look at the spending demographics. People who are retired over, you know, 65 are net savers.
1: Tell that to my parents. You, you've got to be kidding <laughs> me. Not, get out of here. You,
2: you're talking about anecdotal uh, – sorry, I can't even say the word. So so that's anecdotally? Small, small, <laughs> yeah, small portions. But overall, you can to remember, you know, the low in, and middle income of Australia fuel the economy. Um, Heath. Overall, they're net savers, you know.
1: Yeah. Okay. You These can are the say people that.
2: that won't turn on their air cons or during summer, and um, won't uh, put their heaters on during winter because they, they they don't want to spend money. And I, I mean personally, I know a lot of very wealthy um, uh, retirees
1: as clients, mm. and they they are
2: they're tight, they're very tight with their money.
1: <laughs> yeah, that they, they they are very thrifty old old mm. people. I found, and <laughs> <Yeah>. it's it's <laughs> they're, you they're and they're I, in my generation. It's your, you and I, we are the
2: new boomers, our generation are the oh. new boomers, that are going to be the big spenders.
1: Yeah, we are we the spend, big spenders. We are the big discretionary spenders. Oh, yeah, eight, eight butterscotch schnapps at, next to the pool at Ivy at two o'clock this morning. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Phil I was going you're, to come you're, and
2: give me a stir to. You're feeling inflation, James. <laughs> you're, you're the problem. I was, I was asleep. I was doing my part and not spending and I was asleep.
1: Yeah, bedtime's at 7.30 in Adelaide. I think it's, uh, it's not, not too bad at <laughs> all. Yeah, that's um, just
2: want to shut, shut, shut the power down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, gold, gold is looking really dusty, mate. And if we go back to last week, uh, speaking of gold, GOLD, um, which is a great ETF. I'm not saying yep. whether you should buy it or not. But remember last week I did post what happens and what doesn't happen. What was the week before? What happens and what doesn't happen when the Fed stops. Yep. And one of those things is get out of gold. Yep. Gold yep. comes off because the US dollar usually goes up. Yeah. And it was the one Which thing
2: I sort of half pushed back on and, and obviously wrong so far. Although technically on the charts, I still don't think it's dead
1: just yet. It's not dead. Um, no, we didn't say it was dead. It's we close. said in a couple of months it's going to be a really good buy.
2: Yes. And I and and again, we did I I did say though, if the US dollar continues to strengthen and yields go up, yeah. then gold will go the other way. And yep. lo and behold, that's what's happened.
1: There it is. And commodities too annoyingly. Really, yeah, really pain yeah. in the Cop,
2: Copper's looking not so great, unfortunately, but again, I think it's the second half of the year's story. My friend China.
1: put your shekels to the side and get ready to buy the crap at a copper. That's, yeah. that's as sure as God wears sandals. it's 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 absolutely it's a done deal. i it's it's a guarantee.
2: Put it in the bag and chili. Chile wrote into law this week uh, the uh, the new taxes on... Uh, oh, Chile. Uh, gold gold ...gold, uh, not gold, sorry, copper, copper production. Yep. And they control, them and Peru control 40% of the world's uh, copper production. So mm. that's another headwind uh, for copper. And, you know, we've seen the production numbers out of Chile this year and they've, they've missed last year's targets. And last year's targets were down on the year before's targets. So, you know, if production-wise, we, we can't get enough of it. it it's going to be the hindrance to us going green is we can't get enough copper.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, look, I, I, I'm not going to say this story again. Okay, now here's a new thing I'm doing. Over the week, I cut and paste crap off Twitter and I put it into a shared document that you and I have both got access to,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Heath. And the first one that I've got here, I'm just, I'm just going to read out what they are. And you just give a quick comment on it, okay? Okay. Uh, this is from ANZ Research. And get out of Adelaide Timbrel if she's listening. I know she's a big fan of the show. Uh, ANZ Roy Morgan Australian Consumer Confidence fell 1.8 points. When was this? A couple of days ago. Fell 1.8 points. Consumer Confidence fell 1.8 points to its weakest since April 2020. Wow, what happened then? Sitting below 80, <laughs> 80 I can remember that, as sitting below 80 for an 11th straight week. Notably, current financial conditions fell to its lowest on record since 2001. Comment. The uh, consumer confidence is but, butkus. I, know,
2: I mean, the consumer confidence side of things, I mean, that was falling um, even though we were staying home and we were all cashed up and yep. even coming out of that, that was still falling. It was a bit of an anomaly there. Mm. Um, but generally, consumer confidence you know. It's correlated with uh, consumer spending, and obviously we 're going to see that soften um, just a small company on the ASX, best and less came out with their um, trading update this week and they they 've substantially cut their profit forecast on the back of uh, lower spending um, mm. and they they target their demographics are the um you know the lower lower income demographic, I think, of Australia. Hmm. So things are getting tight there and that will soon flow up to middle income, et cetera. um, And conditions, economic conditions, I mean, you raise rates, economic conditions deteriorate. It's as simple as that.
1: All right. Uh, Next one is from Eddie Elfenbein. Uh, On Twitter, on the 16th of May, so a couple of days ago, for the 28th time in the last 31 days, the S&P 500 has closed within 1% of four thousand one hundred and thirty, and this goes into the last part of, the, of what we're going to talk about: the market indecisiveness. It just until, yeah. until probably until last night, it just didn't really know which way it was going to be going. No, it want it
2: wants. It feels like it's wanting something to push it either way, and I think we need more to push it to the upside than we need to do to the downside. Although, mm. you know. Technically, the charts are looking fantastic for the S and P five hundred.
1: I mean- um, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to hold, happy to be there, happy to do the whole thing. I just I wanted to sh- remember going into May, I did want to sort of shed off a little bit of that big tech. Mm-hmm. Um, Google has now joined the party. Hurrah! My yep. entire buy thesis for Google was was predicated on wow, that's a big word for Friday. Um, was predicated on that they will win eventually the AI race. They will win the AI war. And I and- lost the faith because of everything that was going on, and now BARD is out and it has blown everyone out of the water. Yeah,
2: and, and the tech heads I listen
1: to are, are all saying
2: we're using BARD, we're not using chat GPT yep. um, because it's simply better. Yeah, um, and I, I've
1: always known it was better. I've always known that, Google, that Google's AI was better. They rushed that BARD thing out before and it looked bad and they looked like they had their pants pulled down. And now, bang, they're back in action, and the Google is fantastic. Look, I, I just wanted to thin out some of that big tech going into May.
2: Yeah, and I think it's wise to keep doing that, considering where these, you know, a lot of these big techs are up in a straight line. Yeah, um, and just
1: go so. long bonds, just add add your bond exposure at these prices. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Okay, last one here. And the NASDAQ, this is from Bespoke Invest. The NASDAQ is outperforming the Dow this year by an entire bull market. I'm going to try and yep. understand exactly what that means. Hang on. Again,
2: so twenty percent. I think that would be a twenty percent outperformance for oh,
1: fruitcakes. Yeah, that's ex- uh, yeah. So at okay, the average bull market is X. Yeah, performance spread of Nasdaq versus the Dow Jones year to date through to that from 1970. Yeah, okay, okay. The average bull market is actually the the, the difference between the Nasdaq and the Dow. Yeah, and again, things that- will revert
2: it's that AI narrative that is pushing these stocks yeah. and it's six stocks doing the lifting. Um, yeah. If you look at behind that, um, I mean, the, the S&P 500, the forward earnings on um, S&P 500, it's about 18 times. You remove tech from that and it comes down to 16, 16 and a half. So there is, there is substantial um, multiples uh, expansion happening in these big six tech, uh, six tech stocks. Um, that is, you know, pushing these indexes around, so you can look below uh, the surface to find out what's really happening with everything else. Yeah, um, and and yeah, like I said, it doesn't surprise me at all, and I and I can see a case over the next few weeks where that cools uh, substantially.
1: Okay, uh, now moving along, have you got any trades this week? I've got nothing. I've got I've got nothing. Um, I I'm mean, still give, a buyer of India. I'm still given, a buyer of borough um,
2: centers. That's it. I think I sent it to you in our a chat group about uh, Commonwealth Bank. I oh, see yeah, Commonwealth Bank. Yeah, yeah. Um the last two times, uh pre earnings, the couple of months before pre earnings, mm. um, it's rallied seventeen and eleven percent. Um When is it reporting? Uh it will be August. So huh. we're getting we're getting really close to so uh, that uh two month period. Um Mate, so I live, I, live I live my be,
1: life I live my life one trading. One, one session at a time. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> August I'm looking, is a thousand years away. <laughs> Go on.
2: I'm looking to buy above 101 um, with a breakout, and you know, maybe put a stop under uh, at 95. Of course, this is general advice. Go see, yep. uh, 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 yeah,
1: Advisor, yeah, yeah professional. Exactly. I may put, I, I may put a, and you know, I hate you. You hate when I do this. <laughs> Newcrest, and you bought Newcrest, and I was just like, I'm going to sell oh, yeah. a put spread, yeah. and it was great, and the, the amazing profits that we made, that I made for clients selling those put spreads, but should have probably should have bought Newcrest outright actually now that I think about it. But anyway, you can't win them all. No. Uh, I'll put a put spread together for C V A. Chunky premiums, just book it and just keep it in the tank. No, it's okay. Yep. Um yep. sold a sold put spread. Yeah. That'll go all right. That'll go nicely. I'll find some prices. I'll get some I'll get some legs for you, okay? Now footy nice. tips, what do you got? Now we made some money last week. You you, you got one right, did you? Uh, <laughs> Mate, even a blind squirrel finds a, a acorn in the whatever in the, it is. Uh, not. Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah, um, um, mate. Yeah, yeah. Had an absolute had a had a real winner last week. You did as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frio, Frio just managed to get away with it against the Swans. What is going on with the boys? <laughs> it's that grand final
2: curse. I think I looked at like that's you know, a great the last stat, few grand too. finals. Yeah. yeah. It was like six of the last eight grand finals. The loser has gone on to miss the finals next year, or something along those lines. That ends up um, being the eight. Yeah, they, they the get a few injuries, et cetera. So. Um, but this week I thought I'd, I'd step it up a little bit because I've been going, we go. been going just, you know, the simple lines and, you know, about dollars they they're paying, you know, double your money. Yep. You can't, can't – can't, you're too unhappy with that, but I thought I'd go – Gold Coast at the line versus Brisbane at 24 and a half. They've impressed me this year or the last four or five weeks. The Suns, uh, have, took, the
1: suns have turned it on a little yep. bit this year too. Which yep. is and they bit, they took, the uh, took it right up to the
2: Demons up in the Gold Coast recently. In front of, so, a, f- in front of a crowd of 50. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so Gold Coast at the line. Yeah. Into the Pires at the line versus Carlton. I think the the uh, line is negative fifteen and a half. I think they'll win by four or five goals. That's paying about three sixty. Uh, Otherwise, bet, you can bet, just take bet. them in single bets. I think, uh, but uh, the multi, I think, is quite attractive.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Uh, now, there's uh, I've got I've got a bit of a special, um, and this is a little bit of rough, but a little bit of rough stuff. Um, if you can get the Tigers with more than a try. Against the Cowboys, I think they're playing down at Leichhardt. Cowboys have got a rough, rough. Cowboys have got a rough chop down at Leichhardt. Last time I was at Leichhardt a few months ago, beginning of the season. They, the Tigers just decided not to turn up against the Knights. I don't, I don't even follow them. I was just given tickets by a mate of mine from oh, what's that shop called, uh, Barclay Pierce? Who? Oh yeah. They, they have sponsors in the Premier's Lounge or whatever at the thing. I sat next to. Who's that grumpy guy who's head of sports, head of the IOC? I have no idea. Crankiest man, Coates, John Coates. I sat next to him in the town. I actually sat two from him. I sat next to his wife or person, partner. She's lovely. He is the crankiest man on the planet, John <laughs> Coates. Everyone knows this, so that's not that's not new stuff. Anyway, and they decided not to show up against Newcastle. They're back at Leichhardt this week. Um, I I think that they will be able to come close so if you can get them with six and a half take it um mm-hmm. take the money down there i think they've only been given three and a half so you gotta pick your own start put that you know what just take that I'm, I'm not going to push it too far on this one okay but i think that the tigers just might have enough just Beautiful. might have enough i don't think they're going to win but i think they might just have enough at like that's what i got no worries on that Sounds note good that's the that's the that's the show my friend um look you've uh, you've been great mate uh, appreciate the hell out of you thanks for joining us same same last bids last calls what do you got uh, i'm done good that's <laughs> oh, the show uh-huh. thanks for joining us everyone i'll catch you next week if you have got any questions or comments or feedback please let me know and that's it for the show thanks Heath. have a good
2: one everyone and look after yourselves
1: mark well